What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and today I've got a story time I haven't told before here on the channel about This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This dude who like tried to buy slash steal my computer because his mom was super rich. Not really sure why you would need to like buy someone's laptop off of them if your mom's a billionaire. But hey, whatever. Apparently it happens. Thought you guys would enjoy the story time. So uh, yeah, before we get into it, be sure to press the like button. Otherwise, no joke, no scam. Your laptop will get stolen by a spoiled, entitled person. And uh, here is last video's comment of the day. Big thank you to everyone that comments, and without further ado, let's go. All right, so this happened a few years ago, back when I was still at college. I was in the library with a couple of my friends trying to study, and uh, I had to pee. And so I got up and I left my laptop at the table. And I know people say, like, never leave your stuff, never leave your backpack, never leave your laptop at the library. And, and that's good advice. You should never leave it unattended. But because me and all my friends were sitting at a table together talking, I assumed it would be fine. So I just left my stuff and went to the bathroom. Get to the bathroom, go pee. Nothing really fascinating about that part of the story. I apologize. But when I walk back out of the bathroom and start walking back over to my friends, I'm a little bit confused because I see someone standing in front of the chair that I was sitting in. And I look at my friends' faces, and you know when you can tell that they're not hyped about whoever is in front of them? Like, you know, you ever seen someone who has an annoying person at work or whatever, and when they walk up and start talking, you can see the light just drain out of their eyes? If you've ever seen What We Do in the Shadows before, good show, but there's this thing called like an energy vampire. That was kind of the vibe. Whatever was talking to them, whoever was talking to them was just not very good for the uh, enthusiasm of my friend group. So I walk back over and I get more confused the closer I get. Because not only is he standing in front of where I was sitting, but he has my laptop in his hands and he's kind of like spinning it around. And I don't really like that because it's my laptop. You shouldn't be touching it. So I start walking over faster because I don't know this guy. He's touching my stuff. My friends kind of look like they're in an awkward situation. 
And I walk back up, and I definitely don't know him. The closer I get, it's not like I magically just realize it's my cousin or something. So I grab my laptop and say, hey, don't touch my stuff, bro. Because I feel like that's just common sense. You shouldn't touch anyone's stuff, especially if you don't know them. Like, I don't know, especially electronics. It's kind of like if a stranger just picked up your phone and started looking at it. It's not that there's anything bad on my phone, it's just you're a stranger and that's an electronic, like, expensive piece of equipment you got there. I'm not trying to have strangers touch it. Especially the laptop I'm using for schoolwork, bro. Like, just don't touch my stuff. So, I was holding my laptop now, because I had pulled it out of his hands, and I asked him, What are you doing with my stuff? Like, why were you holding my stuff? And he looks at me, almost like I'm annoying him by asking this question. I, I just have the gall, the nerve, the absolute audacity to question why this guy would need to be holding my laptop for some reason. I feel like that's a fair question. And he rolls his eyes and says, oh, is it yours? And I'm like, yeah, it's my laptop. And he reaches back to kind of grab it from me after I had grabbed it in the first place. And I pull it back kind of into my chest because I'm not going to give it to him. And he looks at me and says, well, that was rude. How is it rude if I come back and you're grabbing my stuff, I grab it back, and then I'm not just going to hand it back to you? Oh, it's yours, and then you just try to grab it? That's not an explanation of who you are or why I should let you, like, touch my stuff or what's going on. I didn't realize grabbing my laptop was rude. I, I didn't know that holding your things is considered unpleasant. So I just tell him I don't like people touching my stuff and to stop. And he looks at me, puts his hands on his hips like he's about to do the most nice, kind, biggest favor of my life. He's about to do something that I should be appreciative for. And he says, that's about to be my laptop now. I'll give you 250 for it. And I'm not saying that it was some, like, elite gaming laptop that could have mined cryptocurrency while playing Warzone and rendering a video or anything. But it was definitely more than a $250 laptop, and on top of that, like, I literally used the laptop for school, so even if that was a good offer, I need it. It's not like I can really go buy a new, better computer for the amount of money you offered me, and I don't really want to have to set up a new computer. You know how much of a pain in the butt that is? So I kind of laugh and say, no, sorry man, like, not a good deal. And he starts to whine and complain. I think in his mind, he thought he was doing like a bartering thing and says, come on, I really need a laptop. And I'm sure he did need a laptop. Obviously, he's out in the library talking to strangers trying to buy laptops off of them. But no, my laptop is not for sale. And I don't really care that you really need a laptop. It doesn't change anything for me. And so I said, no, it's just not for sale. And he looks at me with, like, this smug look and says, there has to be some way to work it out. What dollar amount would make it work? And I just looked at him and said, a million dollars or it's not for sale. And when I said that, his entire demeanor changed. It went from, like, some just spoiled kid who I didn't know if he knew how to make friends walking up and grabbing my stuff, like, trying to act normal or anything... But it got super sketchy. Like, he started looking around almost like he was judging to see how many people were watching or anything. And I'm not saying that I'm, like, an expert at reading people, but my spidey senses started tingling. Not that they're great, but you know when you just have that feeling, like, in your gut that something weird is about to go down? And he reaches over, rips the laptop out of my hand, and goes to start running. And my other friend, who was sitting on the corner of the table we were all grouped up at, he pops up and kind of stands in front of the guy, and he goes to turn sideways and run past him. 
and as he turns sideways and starts running past my friend, he reaches his hands out, grabs the laptop, rips it back into his hands, so we have the laptop. And the kid who is just trying to steal it kind of realizes that, oh, I don't have it anymore, and if I turn around and try to grab it, like, all my friends had popped up on that point, so he just keeps running, turns around by the door and, like, flips us off and says that we weren't cool for not giving him the laptop. Yeah, sorry that you don't live in a Grand Theft Auto server. I'm not just going to let you take my laptop. And honestly, I should have held on to it. I, I knew something sketchy was going to go down. I just didn't expect him to grab it out of my hands and start running, like, in the middle of the library. Now I'd be aware. I'm extra on guard in a library now. But, like, at the time, I don't know. You don't expect someone to just grab it out of your hands in the college library and take off. So my friend looks at it. It's not like it was broken or anything. Like, we just all are sitting there thinking about how weird that was. And then they start telling me that he had walked up when I was at the bathroom and started telling them about how rich he was and how his mom was this billionaire who was giving him all this money to go here and try to make friends with normal people who were poorer than him. Weird way to make friends, bro. I don't really think people enjoy when you tell them that, even if your mom is a billionaire. And then he started talking about how he wants to buy my laptop. And that's automatically red flags, because if your mom's a billionaire, you're definitely not walking around the college library asking to buy people's laptops off of them. I don't know. Maybe, like, your mom's not spoiling you, but I feel like if they're already going to send you to college, they're definitely going to get you a laptop. So, whatever. He's kind of telling this story about how his mom's a billionaire and has all this money. And then he picked up my laptop, and that's when they started getting sketched out, too. And it was a good thing I came back because they didn't know what was about to go down, and they didn't know if I knew him or not because he was like, oh, yeah, I know the guy. So whatever, my friends probably should have done something sooner, but they did stop him from stealing the laptop at the end of the day, and I didn't really know that he was going to grab it out of my hands either, so it would be weird if I got super, super pissed off about it. But that guy, that's who I was super pissed off at. Oh, my mom's a billionaire, I'm going to steal your laptop. Dude, then you've got some issues. Like, if your mom's a billionaire and you're still roaming around trying to steal laptops from strangers, you're just a kleptomaniac at that point. Ah, oh, this laptop's about to be mine. I'll give you half of what you paid for it. Like, no, man, sorry. I, I, I understand you might come for money, but that's not really how it works. No one wants to give you a deal like that. All right, I got more story times for y'all today, but on screen now is a gift card code. I give one of these away in every video to say thank you to everyone that subscribes, turn on notifications, and presses that like button. So go ahead and smash the like button. I'd appreciate it. And uh, if you're already subscribed with notifications on, you're a legend, and let's get back to the video. Alright, so the person who sent this in to me works at a gas station, and it just so happens that there was, like, a huge winter storm, so their outdoor card readers weren't working, and so you had to come, like, pay inside. And it sucks, it's unfortunate, but technology is gonna do technology things sometimes, and obviously this worker wouldn't choose this. You really think the worker was sitting there like, oh yeah, in the middle of bad weather, I'm gonna make everyone that stops for gas come inside. They're gonna be so happy to deal with me. But there's a big line because people need gas. It's not like they can really go anywhere else. It's one of the only one for miles. And so there's a little bit of a line. And a guy comes in freaking out. Oh, I had to come inside. I couldn't pay at the pump. I had to walk all the way in here. And the way that he's explaining it, dude, you would have thought he was explaining some, like, flashback he was having. As if walking back through the snow was just the most intense, worst thing he's ever experienced in his life. And I'm sure it sucked. But walking into a gas station and loudly acting like it's the most insane thing in your entire life when you live in a place that gets snow is just bizarre. And so he just walks up to the front of the line and like tries to cut everyone and says da 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 on pump blank. 
And the worker and his boss were pretty close, and the boss owned the establishment, and he had said that, like, if anyone starts trying to cause problems, just handle it. And so when he walks up and tries to skip the line, he says, oh, you think you can just skip the line? And the look on the dude's face, it was almost like he had never literally thought about the fact that you have to wait in line sometimes in his life. Like, it had just never crossed his mind. The way his face was shaped, you would have thought he has a fast pass at the DMV. He's never had to wait for anything in his life. And he literally looks at the worker and says, I have to wait in line? But it wasn't like, oh, I have to wait in line. It was as if they had just asked him to go back out there and shovel snow for free. And so the worker looks at this dude who is somehow very confused at the concept of waiting in line and says, yeah, you need to get in line. And he turns around and starts walking to the end of the line, which is where you have to get in line. And the entire time he's complaining, oh, it's so far from the front of the line. It's going to take me forever to get gas now and like literally whined the entire time he was waiting in line. And unfortunately, the person that worked there couldn't really leave, but like the relief on people's face when they were done paying and got to walk out of there because they didn't have to listen to this dude whining anymore was hilarious. Like you could visibly see the relief. Sure enough, he gets to the front, pays, leaves, but the worker just couldn't believe that he was so committed to complaining. Like he really came in, tried to cut the line. I feel like that's something very obvious. If you walk in somewhere and there's a ginormous line of people, why would you just assume you can walk to the front? And on top of it, I feel like loudly complaining in public might be one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. Like, hey, I'm a complaining person. I used to have a YouTube channel where I just complained about stuff. But you don't loudly do it in public, because guess what? Nobody else wants to hear that garbage, I promise you. They're just all uh, out and about trying to get gas and go home. Alright, so uh, we were talking about a snowstorm in the last story. This guy lives in a place where there just happens to be not a lot of, like, insane winter weather. It's not a place where you gotta worry about slipping and sliding on the way to your car on ice, slipping and sliding on ice in your car. This person that we're about to talk about is just a horrible driver. He's kind of cruising, doing his thing, and he sees on his left side, like in his rearview mirror, this Mercedes, you know how you can tell from the front of him sometimes, comes flying up. And he's like, wow, that guy's going really fast. Not that the person that sent this to me was insanely speeding or anything, but they were going a little bit above the speed limit, so if this guy's flying by them, you do the math, they're going incredibly quickly. And he's also really concerned because he looks up and he sees that the light in front of them has turned yellow, which means that uh, it's about to be red. So he starts to slow down, but this Mercedes that's going past him does not slow down. And the light turns red and the Mercedes slams on the brake, starts going through the intersection. And thankfully, nobody else had started going yet. Like they hadn't had time to really, you know, get going into the traffic. So he didn't hit anyone, but it blows through, kind of careens off the side of the road a little bit and this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Maxifier hydrant. And like in a movie or something, the water just starts shooting out of this fire hydrant. And so the person who sent this to me pulls over behind the car and gets out to be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? 
But as he starts approaching the car, he hears like the engine trying to work and he's confused and he sees that the car's trying to get into reverse and pull away. So he gets back in his car because clearly this person's not trying to stick around and the last thing he wants to happen is to get smacked by the car that he's trying to go make sure everyone's okay in. And the Mercedes somehow gets like unstuck and then peels off. They take off out of there. And so after that point, he gets out with a few other people and he realizes that somebody else has already called and reported it, you know, to come fix the fire hydrant and what happened. But whoever this was had like been speeding, not paying attention, smacked the fire hydrant, and then gone as fast as humanly possible. So whatever, he goes on home because someone else had called. They were coming to take care of it. No reason for him to be there. But he's uh, sitting on the couch watching the news later that night, and the news story pops up that it was a 23-year-old who had stolen his dad's car, who was a doctor, and taken it on a joyride. And his dad had called and turned him in because his son had just taken the car home and tried to say that nothing had happened. Keep in mind, it's wrecked. Like, it's not like the car was in a great shape. It barely got out of there. So this grown man, like, took this car back to his doctor dad, destroyed, and was like, yeah, nothing happened. I have no clue. That's how it was when I took it. And his dad called in and was like, hey, did anything happen with the Mercedes? And they told him, yeah, somebody smacked into a fire hydrant. So there's that. Overall, uh, don't steal your parents' car. And I don't know. I feel like if the light turns yellow, slowing down if you're far away isn't complicated. Like, I feel like driving is one of those things that people make way more complicated than it is. Like, if you just follow the basic rules, it's, it's not that hard. This next one was funny to me because it was like a reverse Karen situation, right? So this lady goes into this restaurant she goes to all the time. Never has any issues. The waitstaff's always super nice. She always tips well. Like, it's not like there's any pre-existing beef. If anything, she goes there because she's more of a regular. And off the rip, she gets sat down and the waiter comes over and he seems really annoyed, pissed off, like just off the beginning before anything's even said. And so whatever, sometimes people working in the service industry, like they have a bad day, so she's not going to cause any problems about it. She's not going to complain. So she orders the things she gets regularly and because she's there all the time and she orders it a lot, she's very aware of like what it comes with and how it's supposed to come. Not because she's a know-it-all or anything, but she orders this all the time. It'd be the equivalent of, like, every week you get something, you know what it's supposed to look like, you know what it's supposed to taste like. Well, the food comes out, and it's missing one of the sides. And she hadn't asked for anything from the waiter or anything, like, she wasn't being demanding, and very nicely she says, Hey, excuse me, usually this has a side of, duh, did they change the menu? She's not even saying, you got it wrong, all she's saying is, maybe I'm wrong. Pretty fair, right? Not aggressive. This waiter starts going off. Oh, you think you know the menu better than me? I don't know who you think you are, I'm tired of people in this job trying to act like they know better. And the lady's just sitting there like, that's that's not at all what I'm trying to do. I'm just asking if the side that usually comes with this still comes with this. There's, there's no further meaning of it there. I'm not trying to say you're bad at your job. I'm not trying to say you're good at your job. I'm just asking if I can get my side. And the waiter is like, you know what? I'm done. I'm over this job. I'm over this crap. I don't need to be here. I don't need to be here. And now the lady's confused because he's just, like, venting to her like she's a therapist or something. And so she's kind of like, all right, I guess you don't have to be here. She didn't know what to say in that situation. What do you do if someone's just going off on you being like, I don't even need this job. Like, okay, I guess. Not even, like, an angry okay, just okay. And he takes off his apron thing and, like, throws it on the ground and storms out. 
and the manager walks over and is like, hi, what happened? And so she starts explaining it to the manager. And you would think the manager would be a little bit confused because that's not a normal situation. But the manager literally goes, oh, yeah, he does this every couple months. It's okay. I'll get you your side and goes and gets it. Every few months? You mean you guys take him back after this? I'm just saying, I feel like if I owned a restaurant, which I don't, and I don't want to own a restaurant, and somebody was, like, freaking out on customers once every three months because they had a bad day, I just feel like maybe the restaurant industry is not for them. Apparently for this place, they're like, eh, whatever, we need the help bad enough, just bring him back. It's only one customer every three months. I like those numbers. Alright, so this next one, this guy used to have this Nerf whistle football, and one day they're playing with it, and he sees one of the kids that lives in his neighborhood take it, put it in his pocket, and walk away. And he yells at him, hey, give me my football back, but he keeps walking, and he starts running, and he gets home before he can, like, catch up with him. So he goes up to the door and starts knocking on the door, thinking the kid's gonna answer. But the dad comes and answers and is like, hi, how can I help you? And so he tells him, hey, I have this whistling football. Your kid took it. He has it in his pocket. Can I have it back? And I feel like I'm not a parent, but if your kid takes something from somebody, it's probably like a good time to teach him a lesson about why that's very wrong and you shouldn't do that. And hopefully they just don't do that, right? But this dad kind of does the most immature possible thing in this situation and is like, oh, well, is your name on it? And he's like, uh, doesn't really know how to answer because that's not what he was expecting this dad to say. And then says, well, I guess it's our football now. And he starts trying to argue back and forth with this grown man about like, dude, just give me my football back. Like your kid took my football, just give it back. And he keeps being like, no, it's ours now. Sorry. And then eventually slams the door in his face. And so the person who's lost their nerve football is like, I I don't know what to do now, bro. So they go to tell their parents. And it's not like they're snitching, but a grown man shouldn't be arguing with a kid on why they're allowed to steal his nerve football. Like, what do you mean, bro? And so his parents come back over and they start getting into an argument because he's trying to be all smug and say, well, they have no proof that it's their nerve football. And so he says something like, did you write your name on it? And this time the kid remembers that, yes. Actually, on one of the fins on the back, my name is on it. So they go get the football, and sure enough, his initials are there, and it looked like they had tried to maybe cover them up but use the wrong marker or whatever. And so his parents snatch the whistle football out of the hand, and the dad's like, well, these things happen, you know? How are we supposed to know? Probably because the kid repeatedly said it's his. Your kid admitted that he took it, and you knew he took it, but whatever, man, you waited until they could prove their name was written on it. And then he said, all right, now get off my property and close the door and just kind of kicked them off the property, which is pretty insane, man. Imagine getting mad at people because they come to get the stuff you stole from them back, you know? And after that, they super avoided them in the neighborhood, like went above and beyond to not even say hi if they drove past each other and whatnot, probably because he was embarrassed that he was almost involved in getting a stolen Nerf whistle football (laughs) back into the house. And this last one's a goodie. Well, not a goodie for him, but a goodie to listen to, all right? So he was at a family Christmas party, and he has a cousin who's 26 years old, and he's literally, like, shaking presents trying to figure out what's what. Not in an ironic, ooh, I hope it's another pair of socks way, but, like, really, really pressed about making sure he gets everything on his list. Which, you know, it's fine to be excited for Christmas, but when you're over a certain age, that's just a lot. That's just a lot. I'm not gonna lie. If it really brings you a lot of joy, then by all means, who cares? It's really not bugging anyone. But you could understand how to people who gave the presents when someone's there just shaking it, being like, what is it? What is it? What is it? It's annoying. 
And I also feel like at a certain age, your gifts, you know, they're still gifts. Don't get it wrong. You're still grateful for them. But, like, the excitement isn't as there when I get a hoodie as it used to be when, like, I really cared about getting a new Lego set. I don't think a Lego set would bring me that same happiness today, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Whatever. Anyways, he ends up getting to open one present early because he's literally begging to and his aunt's like, fine. And he opens it up and it's a sweater, which is, is a fine present. I feel like if you're 26 years old, it's about what you should expect, you know? Like, I'm not 26, I'm 23. I don't expect a lot for Christmas anymore. And that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Like, that's just the reality of growing up. But he starts freaking out, throwing a fit about how it wasn't what he wanted and that wasn't on his list and he doesn't know why they bought this for him. And everyone kind of keeps trying to point out that, like, hey, man, like, hey, it's a gift. Like, just be grateful for it. There's no reason to act this way. And he keeps being like, no, this is dumb. No one took my list seriously. Why did I even make a spreadsheet if no one used it? Bro, you made a spreadsheet for your Christmas list and sent it out and expected people to use it? If someone sent me a spreadsheet, I would go out of my way to buy something not on the spreadsheet just because I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that, bro. Anyways, he keeps freaking out to the point where the entire family just doesn't really want him any there or there anymore. Don't any there. What what was that? In his answer, like, we think it'd be better if you leave. And he doesn't even protest, goes, you're right, I want to go somewhere with better presents anyways, and gets up and leaves. And it's like, dude, man, you, you really had a, a bar set for yourself that I think is dramatically high on realistic expectations. Probably was wearing the sweater on the way home, like, mm, I hate that this thing is cozy. Anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. I know you guys said you like the shorter videos in like a longer form, so I, I did that today. So if you did enjoy it, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, I'd appreciate it. 12 Days of Scrubs is coming up. If you like these but you'd rather listen to them in podcast form, I do post them over on Spotify, so feel free to check that out. Link down below. And because it's the Christmas season... Be sure to check out the Karen Christmas sweater. I'll put the link in the pinned comment down below, but you can really just have the coolest sweater on the block. Anyways, on that note, guys, I think that's really going to do it for the video. Thank you all so much for watching. Hope you guys all have a good, like, Thanksgiving break or whatever. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.